0: Today is May 16th. In 1929, the Academy of Motion Picture Arts and Sciences handed out its first awards at a dinner party for around 250 people head in the Blossom Room of the Roosevelt Hotel in Hollywood, California. The brainchild of Louis Mayer, head of the powerful MGM filled Studio, the Academy was organized in May of 1927 as a non-profit organization dedicated to the advancement and improvement of the film industry. Its first president and host of the May 1929 ceremony was actor Douglas Fairbanks, Senior. Unlike today, the winners of the first Oscars, as the coveted gold plated statuettes later became known, were announced before the awards ceremony itself. At the time of the first Oscar ceremony, sound had just been introduced into film. The Warner Brothers movie, The Jazz Singer, was one of the first talkies, was not allowed to compete for Best Picture because the Academy decided it was unfair to let movies with sound compete with silent films. The first official best winner was Wings, directed by William Wellman, the most expensive movie of its time with a budget of $2 million. The movie sold, told the story of two World War I pilots who fall for the same woman. Another film, F.W. Murnau's Epic Sunrise, was considered a dual winner for the best film of the year. The German actor Emil Jannings won the best actor honor for his roles in The Last Command in The Way of All Flesh, while 22-year-old Janet Gaynor was the only female winner. After receiving three of the best five best actress nods she won for all three roles in seventh heaven street angel and sunrise a special honorary award was presented to charlie chaplin originally a nominee for best actor best writer and best comedy director for the circus chaplin was removed from these categories so he could receive the special award a change that some attributed to his unpopularity in Hollywood. it was the last oscar that the hollywood maverick would receive until another honorary award in 1971 The Academy officially began using the nickname Oscar for its awards in 1939. A popular but unconfirmed story about the source of the name holds that Academy Executive Director Margaret Herrick remarked that the statuette looked like her Uncle Oscar. Since 1942, the results of the secret ballot voting have been announced during the live broadcast Academy Awards ceremony using the sealed envelope system. The suspense, not to mention the red carpet arrival of nominees and other stars wearing the most beautiful or outrageous evening wear, continues to draw international attention to the film industry's biggest night of the year. The Sedition Act of 1918 curtailed the free speech rights of U.S. citizens during times of war. Passed on me. 16th in 1918 in an amendment to title one of the espionage act of 1917 the act provided a for further and expanded limitations on speech ultimately its passage came to be viewed as an instance of government overstepping the bounds of the first amendment freedoms president woodrow wilson in conjunction with the congressional leaders in the influential newspapers of the era urged passage of the sedition act in the midst of the u.s involvement in world war one wilson was concerned about the country's diminishing morale and looking for a way to clamp down on growing and widespread disapproval of the war and the military draft that had been instituted to fight it. The provisions of the act prohibited certain types of speech as it related to the war or the military. Under the act, it was illegal to incite disloyalty within the military, use in speech or written form of any language that was disloyal to the government, the constitution, the military, or the flag. Advocate strikes on labor production, promote principles that were in violation of the Act, or support countries at war with the United States. The targets of prosecution under Sedition Act were typically individuals who opposed the war effort, including pacifists, anarchists, and socialists. Violation of the Sedition Act would lead much to as much as 20 years in prison and a fine of $10,000. More than 2,000 cases were filed by the government under the Espionage Act of 1917 and the Sedition Act of 1918, and of these, more than 1,000 ended in convictions. The Supreme Court upheld convictions of many of the individuals prosecuted. Justice Oliver Wendell Holmes, Jr. established the clear and present danger test in Schenck v. United States, 1919, in upholding socialist Charles Schenck's conviction. Justice Holmes wrote that the most stringent protection of free speech would not protect a man and falsely shouting fire in a theater and causing panic. The court also unanimously upheld convictions in Debs v. United States 1919 and Frowork v. United States 1919. In Abrams v. United States 1919, the court reviewed the conviction under the act of Jacob Abrams, who along with four other Russian defendants was prosecuted for printing and distributing leaflets calling for workers to strike in an effort to end military involvement in the Soviet Union. The court in late 1919 upheld that conviction. However, in this instance, Holmes, along with Justice Louis D. Brandy, dissented from the majority, arguing that the clear and present danger test was not met under the circumstances arising in the case. Specifically, Holmes felt that Abrams had not possessed the necessi- necessary intent to harm the U.S. war effort. In contrast to his majority opinion on Schenck, Holmes' dis- dissenting opinion in Abrams abrams urged that political speech be protected under the first amendment the sedition act was of 1918 was repealed in 1920 although many parts of the original espionage act remain in force and in 1968 two women and a man were killed after an entire corner of a new block of flats in london's east end came crashing down at dawn 11 of the 260 residents are injured and one woman is still missing the Home Secretary, James Callahan, has visited the site and ordered a team of experts to report to him by tomorrow on the possible causes of the disaster. Part of the block, called the Ronan Project in Newham, in the heart of London's Docklands area, collapsed just before 6 British Standard Time. About 80 families fled their homes, many of them in their nightclothes. The lefts had stopped working and they had to run down several flights of stairs, some holding their children. It is believed there was a gas explosion on the 18th floor which ripped through four flats above and sent all floors below crashing down, falling like dominoes. Volunteers gave out food and clothing at an emergency clearing station at a local school while police cordoned off the area in search for survivors. Local Steve Doors and Dockers are at the site to help clear the rubble as doctors and nurses treat the injured. The building has been occupied for just two months. It was one of four blocks built by Taylor Woodrow Anglian, awarded the contract by Newham Council. Jeffrey Davies, managing managing director of the company, denied the collapse may have been caused by the structure of the building itself. The disaster is thought to have started on the flat of a 56-year-old cake decorator, Ivy Hodge, who is now in the hospital suffering from burns. She told reporters she remembered getting up to put the kettle on and then found herself on the floor. There are now serious doubts about the safety of the system-built building, and many of the families made homeless by the incident are insisting they must be rehoused. I wouldn't live there for rent-free, said one tenant who was offered temporary accommodation with their neighbors. One woman was found dead in the rubble the following day, and another died from her injuries later. A public injury in- inquiry into the collapse in August of 1968 concluded that a gas explosion had triggered the collapse of a building that was structurally unsound. It had been system-built, using prefabricated concrete panels bolted together like a giant Meccano set. As a a result, new British Standard Structural Design Codes for concrete were introduced to prevent such disaster from happening again. Ronan Point was soon rebuilt, but the incident led to a major backlash against high-rise blocks of flats, put up in haste to resolve the post-war housing. It was knocked down in 1986 and replaced with low-level terraced houses. You have been listening to the This Happened Today in History podcast. I thank you for listening, and I hope that you have enjoyed learning about historical events from the past. Thank you to the following websites for their information regarding today's topics. The PeopleHistory.com The First Academy Awards at History.com The 1918 Sedition Act at mtsu.edu And the Block of Flats in Newham Collapses at news.bbc.co.uk